0: Welcome to the Online Warriors Podcast. As always, I am Illegal86, and I am joined by the lovely Nerd Bomber.
1: Happy, man, I don't even know what day of the week. It's going to be Happy Friday, for those of you listening in real time, TGIF. We're a little late this week.
0: I thought you were going to say Happy Halloween. No, and, we're uh, not there yet. We're not there yet. Uh, and, and, of course, the always enchanting and equally beautiful Tactic 1.
2: <laughs> you flatter me. Happy day.
0: Happy, happy day happy or happy day. night, happy whatever time it may be. Uh, we're we're coming back at you to talk about various things in Sundry like we always do. And like always, let's just kick it off with a what are you up to Wednesday, even though today is not Wednesday, because uh, as the bomber said, we're a little bit late this week because reasons. Um, let's kick it over. Oh man, I always forget who went first last time. I want to I don't want to be I want to avoid favoritism. Are you guys willing to tell me who went first last time? So I
1: honestly I don't remember. I don't
2: remember. I'm a gentleman, so ladies first.
0: Very nice. It's yeah. very nice.
1: I'll take it. Um, let me see. So, the first thing, the thing that I'm most impressed about. So, I did some like ghetto engineering and so we have the PlayStation VR and we bought Um, the Batman vr game and one of the things I was reading online was that if you don't have the camera up high enough so that you can see your feet that you'll have a hard time when you're playing because the game is mostly like standing up you'll have a hard time like having full range of motion it'll cut out and be super just discombobulating and we noticed that playing super hot Like when you would go to grab stuff at the ground, you wouldn't be able to actually reach it. Like you'd hit the ground and you wouldn't be able to get far enough in the field of view in the game to pick stuff up. So I was reading online and I ended up buying for $12 this light stand for like photography lighting. And the stand that the PlayStation VR camera comes with has this little slot in it and it's just the perfect Um, amount of space for the threading of the light stand um, threads to fit through and then we put a nut on top so now we can prop it behind the TV because there's like our TVs in a corner so you can't really mount it on the wall so now we've got it sitting at six and a half feet tall right behind the TV on this pole and we were playing super hot VR and it works so much better it's really cool and I was super proud of my really ghetto engineering efforts
0: what uh, a lot of a lot of things. First of all, good work. Congratulations. Uh, an engineering degree put to good use. Better right. use than I'm putting mine. Well, the best part uh, about
2: it was when it was received. The little threaded uh, bolt was very very short, so we had to think on our feet to be able to adapt it and make it work. So that what I thought was the most exciting part.
0: Now you said there was a nut on the top. Mm-hmm. Is that is that uh, what are we talking cashew? Acorn. Almonds. Almonds.
1: Up for the almonds.
0: Right. You're an almond person. All right. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, I kid. I know that it's not an actual nut, guys. Before everyone comments and says, it's not an actual She's not talking about an actual nut. She's talking about like a metal nut. Yeah, I know. I'm just for, for conversation sake how is Batman VR by the way we well,
1: haven't played it yet it's installed but we haven't gotten a chance to try it because it came in the mail today so we literally just set it up and then we had probably like half an hour to play before we were set to do this podcast so
2: and by the way those of you who are interested in buying a camera stand to mount your VR headset note the standard size is a quarter-twenty bolt and you should you should also want to buy a quarter twenty coupling and a secondary quarter twenty bolt to sandwich everything together,
1: and some washers
2: and some washers.
0: This is going to be the the podcast episode that has like a bajillion views because everyone's going to be coming just to reference that one statistic you just laid down, that one specification.
2: Bill of materials is what we'll
0: call it. Yeah, I I couldn't think of the proper term. Uh, I got I got a video here that that none of you guys can see, but. Technic was nice enough to send me a video of the Nerd Bomber actually playing VR. And I gotta tell you, it's really hilarious. You're really in the zone. Uh, You're also not facing the TV, which I think is the best part.
1: So the interesting Um, thing, so the TV is like irrelevant when you're playing because you see everything obviously in the headset. And so prior to getting this new setup, you couldn't really ever like kneel down on the ground. You didn't have the full, like it couldn't see the ground. so you would just like go out of view of the camera. So now there's this whole new world of super hot where like you can kneel behind stuff and then people are coming at you and before you would just like die because you had nowhere to go. And now you can actually get down on the ground and hide behind like chairs and consoles and it's incredible and life-changing.
2: So just for reference, in this video, it appears like Nerd Bomber is virtually milking a cow.
0: And so so, yeah, just to be clear, she's not doing that because it really looks like she is.
1: Okay, so if you guys haven't played Super Hot, basically the game is like The Matrix, but time only moves when you move. So in order to get these people to come past the console I was hiding behind, I needed to like make some movements, but I didn't want to give up my cover. So I was moving my arms so that they would come around the corner and I could shoot them before they got me. So that's and it's also ca-
0: I was there's cows the cows that you have to milk. That's occasionally, true. Occasionally, yeah. According to this, they're called Super Hot because the cows. Others are super hot. I'm, I, I immediately I <laughs> saying that. was kind of that.
1: a re- reach, you know? I don't know. Um, not your best work.
0: I guess, you might not know yet. Maybe you don't You don't find that out till later in the game. But anyways, that's pretty cool. Uh, I'm jealous that you have VR. I'm still jealous. I've been jealous since you got VR, which was a while ago. So good job on that.
1: Thank you. It was a, a little bit of a MacGyvering. It was super fun. And
0: uh, is... It, tactic do you are you going to did she steal your thunder again no, or are you going gonna...
2: I'm actually quite surprised that you didn't mention one thing. I feel like you left it for me.
1: I kind of did. If it's the same thing that I think it is.
0: You guys are starting to coordinate now and it it makes my life a lot less entertaining cuz I used to enjoy when one one person would steal another person's thing and then there'd be this strife and
2: a so, like, little arguing. It was fun. So for for a couple months now Nerd Bomber has been wanting to play Rocket League and I have just not been into it. And oh, now, this is
1: not what I was going to say. Oh, this is interesting.
2: And now, circle back. They've opened up a new season to have Halloween swag that you can earn. And, and the reason why I wasn't into it is because I, I need an attainable goal. If I don't have a goal, I'm not really about playing. But now you have all this cool Halloween swag that you can earn as you play, and it gives you kind of free pumpkin points to. I'm calling, them, I'm calling them pumpkin points. Candy it sounds better.
0: They should be called pumpkin points. I right? I I mean, wow.
2: And you can earn all this candle cool points. So we have we have been full swing into it again, and I keep going back to even though there's a lot of free stuff, opening up my wallet. I tilt my hat to you, Rocket League. You know how to get me giving you cash. <laughs>
1: With that wow. said, I'm going to circle back around because there's a very big thing that I thought you were like I left it wide open for you and you didn't go for it. We saw First Man.
2: Oh
0: yeah. Oh shit, you did. Oh, I'll we'll have to edit that out. I just I just said a bad word. Oh, that's. Fine. But I was excited. I was excited because I haven't seen it yet, and you mentioned that it was good, and then we didn't say a whole lot else. So so walk walk me through it.
2: So spoilers: Neil Armstrong is the first person on the moon. <laughs> Dude, why even go now?
1: See, that was the thing, though. So, you know this. Like, it's history. It happened. Well, some people don't think it did, but it happened. And (laughs) (laughs) you go... Did they talk
0: about fake moon people in the movie? They did
1: not talk about fake moon people.
0: I'd watch that movie. Oh, my God. Anyways, go on.
1: But, like, you go into this movie, and, like, you know in your mind, like, at the end of this movie, I know exactly what's going to happen. And somehow... Like, there's just so much drama, and I think the story is so engaging. Like, you spend a decent portion of the movie being like, oh, my God, is he going to make it? And then you catch yourself, and you're like, of course he's going to make it. He obviously made it. But you're sitting there like, oh, my God, is he going to make it? And, I mean, that, I think, speaks in and of itself to how good the movie was.
2: Well, it's kind of crazy, too, is you don't realize how many people, like, died.
1: Yeah, there was a lot of stuff. I mean... Not to ruin it, I guess you could look all of this stuff up, but there's just a lot that I didn't know about his life and the whole program leading up to this. And I guess I could if I was a bigger space buff and I looked it up, but like, even just his personal life and what made him choose to pursue the program in the first place. I didn't know any of it.
0: I mean, can you imagine being the first, the first man to... Be, to be like they're sending you to the moon, and like you got to be like, bye, kids. I feel like the the, fi- the family dynamics gonna be like a big part of it, and like I hope to see it. Um, the visuals look amazing. I think it's probably gonna win like a million Oscars. So
1: everything was really good. The only thing, and I have like even for glowing review movies, I always have one criticism, and it's not really a criticism of the movie because it fit really well, but I feel like. um God, what's his name? Shoot, how do I not know? Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling is the same character over and
0: over. And yeah, I, do you know why?
1: Hear me out. He's just like the brooding, kind of quietish, awkward guy. But he's hot. Right, but like That's his no personality, thing. like, is that just him in real life? Is he the brooding, awkward, quiet guy?
0: I think he probably is, actually.
1: Because, like, I've never seen a movie where he's like a very chatty character. Like, he's always very, like, Suave, but like quiet.
2: What I was kind of blown away of about the movie is, I know it wasn't centered around Buzz Aldrin, but they made it seem like he had almost a negligible impact on the whole thing, which I find hard to believe. He was like not really a part of it until the very end. Who played Buzz Aldrin?
0: Anyone I would know?
2: Ooh, <sighs> what's his
1: I, face? He's in other things. He's in the I Romanovs on Amazon. I've not watched. You guys are watching that? No, I've seen ads for it, though. Um, But, like, so the thing is, the whole movie focused on Neil Armstrong. Like, obviously he was a part of it, but they didn't really go into the secondary characters to the movie very much. Like, it was mostly centered around him and his family, and you didn't really get a whole lot of insight into many of the other characters. But, I mean, you're going there to see the first man, not the first crew or men.
0: Yeah, but you would think. I mean, they made they made Apollo thirteen, which like Corey granted struck, Apollo thirteen is a whole different thing.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: like, but like, what, why don't they make an Apollo? It was Apollo eleven, right? I don't, yes, I'm an it idiot. Was. Okay, like, why don't they just make that?
1: I mean, I'm sure they probably will at some point. There's a whole VR game. I was going through the PSVR store, and they made an entire VR game where it is. It's called Apollo eleven, and you literally become one of the pilots. Astronauts. When,
0: in in First Man, when they put the flag, in, did, they, did they show the part where they put the flag on the moon?
1: Actually, weirdly enough, they did not.
0: I was going to ask if the flag waves, because that's like the whole, that's like the big smoking gun of like the fake moon people. Is they're like, the flag waves and it shouldn't wave. I haven't seen any video evidence that it actually waves. This is just what I hear on the internet and like reading stuff.
1: That is kind of weird. They didn't show that at all. You think that was that would be like a big thing?
0: I think Mythbusters like did a whole episode of we sh- we should do a whole episode about like the so, moon landing.
2: There like, was one criticism that I saw which I kind of found was weird, but uh someone pointed out that there was no pointings to America at like all. Like on purpose? Yeah. Like I mean, besides no flags, the fact that it was
1: like NASA.
2: Yeah. But there was like no flags, no mentions of it and I, and I found that kind of interesting. I mean, it did take place in Canada. Like it was thing. filmed there, you mean? It was filmed. No? I yeah. mean,
1: but they did. At one point in the movie, they do go to the White House.
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: They just—they're literally. I don't remember there being an American flag anywhere.
0: I did see that too. I think I saw the headline that said like, because there's a lot of people spewing hot takes about like, oh, this movie is doing this thing on purpose and it's anti-American or like it's anti—it's very liberal or conservative and it's horrible and you should be outraged. There was, I saw that one, and did you, did you guys hear about the the thing about Halloween, the new Halloween? Which, by the way, is going to be amazing.
1: Oh, about um, Jamie Lee Curtis having a yeah. gun, but being a gun activist. I yeah. Mean, that's Which her. is like... She's an actress, that's, that's the whole point, right. to play someone that you aren't.
0: Yeah. I, to be clear, I saw a million tweets making fun of that in various ways, like... Oh, like, uh, Michael Jordan played basketball with cartoons in Space Jam, but he's anti-cartoon. Like, stuff like that. (laughs) I didn't actually read the article that the headline was, Jamie Lee Curtis is compromising her principles. Anyways, first man, go see it. Sounds like it was good.
1: It was really good. So, Um, Oligo, what have you been up to?
0: Yeah, so, to kind of keep on the movie track, I saw uh, Bad Times at the El Royale uh, this past weekend, which... How was that? If you guys, it was very good if you guys don't know it's like uh oh man i don't even know how to describe it there's like a million famous people in it and they're all in a hotel and they're all not who they say they are and that's like it's it's kind of like murder on the orient express if you've seen that um but it's in a hotel and it's like better
2: so it's like clue it's, it, it's like the game of clue
0: it's kind of like clue yeah they're they're all in a hotel and like most of them are up to something and it's got this like episodic structure where like you focus on one person at a time and learn who they really are and they witness other people and then the stories kind of interleave towards the end and all intersect and like there's this like crazy amount of violence and like really cool cinematography and beautiful sets great acting um it was not like the best movie i've ever seen uh it was it was a lot of fun though like i the juxtaposition for me is that I actually I, I think this might have been before after our last episode too is I also saw A Star is Born and A Star is Born is like it's amazing it's so good it's like one of the better movies I've seen this year but it's not as fun because like if you can probably kind of imagine what A Star is Born is going to be about like thematically and what kind of moral values it's going to push and they're just they're not fun the the moral values of a star is born are like, if you're a star, it's actually really hard, <laughs> and like you watch it and you're like, great, you're shadowing my dreams, I guess. But so like,
1: I might be wrong, but I heard, hasn't this movie been done before? Like, isn't this the second yeah. remake of this movie?
0: It's actually the fourth remake. Oh wow! Yeah, um, so there is that. I mean, a star is born. You should go in. I mean, especially if you've seen any of the promotional material, you know exactly what to expect. It is exactly what you think it's going to be. But that doesn't mean it's not fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Bradley Cooper's awesome. Uh, he also directs it and does a great job. All of the singing is actually done. It's not lip-synced. It's it's like live vocals. And, like, I'm not a huge Lady Gaga fan by any stretch of the imagination, but she is, like, amazing. She's a very good singer. Um, so, so that, like, sells it really well.
2: So if I had to pick one movie of those two to see... Which one would you recommend?
0: It It depends what you want. I mean, if you want to know, if you want to watch the Oscars next spring and be like, yes, I've seen this movie that's being talked about so much, then definitely see A Star is Born because that's also going to win, like, a lot of awards. Um, If you want a fun, relatively thoughtless experience, go see Bad Times. Um, Also worth noting, A Star is Born is, like, pretty pretty sad it's like the one thing that's surprising about it is that it's like kind of emotionally devastating especially towards the end so i guess just be prepared for that if you're if you're going into it but they're both great um the soundtrack for a star is born is like amazing i've been listening to it on spotify uh since i saw it um there's a lot of good movies coming out i mean i saw those two i want to see first man still um i weirdly did you guys see venom yet No.
1: No, we haven't seen Venom.
0: I weirdly want to see that, even though critics are saying it's bad. Like, a couple of people I know have seen it and been like, it's really stupid, but you should go see it. It's like that kind of thing. Uh, Like, it's bad, but it's like, it's bad in a very entertaining way. So, like, Geostorm. Kind of like, I, I mean, it's not like it. I didn't see Geostorm, but, I mean, that movie looked absolutely ridiculous. I don't think it's like that bad, but I think it's just like, it's what I've heard is that it's like very retrogressive, and that it's it's like the early Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, but worse. Which like obviously superhero movies have come a really long way since then. Um, I love the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man's, but if I saw one today, I'd probably be like, "What the heck?" So you're saying you know? like low budget? <laughs> no, I'm not saying low budget. I'm I'm just saying that there's not as much extended universe stuff. Um I think some of the humor is pretty strange. I I don't know. I I like I said, I'm kind of intrigued. There are movies that I'll probably see before I see that one. It might not be a theater movie for me. It might be like a red box kind of situation. But hmm. yeah. Other than movies, uh I'm going to Indianapolis this coming weekend to see uh one of my, my favorite football team play live it's not the indianapolis colts it's the it's the other one it's Spoiler the team they're alert. playing um
1: it's the you, bills
0: you might know them as the buffalo bills uh so that'll be fun get- looking forward to that what are you gonna wear i actually we should talk about that because obviously i want to wear my i have a <laughs> Okay, so I only have one jersey, and it's a Kiko Alonso jersey, which if you're a Bills fan, you know why that's funny. But I don't know if I should wear, like, I don't know how hostile Indianapolis is as, like, a football town. I just, I've just i never been to an away game before. This is, like, a whole new experience for me. Do I wear my jersey and, like, go go the pride route, or, like, do I go the I'm a coward route? I would go the coward them.
2: route simply because the Colts are not doing great this season, Well, and everyone's going adults. to be on edge.
1: Here's how you do it. So the Colts are blue and white, correct?
0: That is, oh, you're saying just do blue.
1: Yeah, so I'm saying like get a blue nondescript Bills t-shirt or hoodie or whatnot with like a very small like Buffalo Bills word logo across the chest. So you're still showing team pride, but you don't stick out.
0: I think what I should do is wear all red instead.
1: (laughs) That's one way to do it.
0: Both because red's an angry color and because blue is also the Colts' color. like, I don't want any Colts on me. I just want Bill's colors on me, and it's just all red all the time. I'd probably die if I did that, though.
2: See, but the thing, difference between Bill's fans and Colts' fans is Bill's fans are used to losing all the time. Colts' fans, this is kind of new to them.
1: Well, that's just rude.
2: It, it's not intended to be rude. It's, there, it's, there has been a drought for a reason. Last year well, was literally a statistical anomaly.
0: I think I speak for the whole world when I say I'm really offended the, uh, by what you just said um, you're, with that said you're also definitely right uh, about that the Colts I don't think were very good last year either though I think they were like middle of the road at best I don't even know if they made the playoffs they didn't make the playoffs I don't think so anyways uh, I'm going to do that that's going to be fun as far <laughs> as like other stuff that I've done hey boy my life is just a lot of work these days. Getting the excited. Like, geared up for Halloween. I carved a pumpkin yesterday. I did do that. Um, and then someone was like, you know it's going to rot before Halloween, yeah, right? Yeah, is and that I was a little like, early? Well, look. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting around. Someone's like, hey, do you want to carve pumpkins later? And I'm like, yeah, of course. What did you I'm do for the mouth? About... What did I what? Sorry? What did you do for the mouth? I actually did. It's super cool. I'll send you a picture. I did a
2: full it's the iron man helmet. So it's like really super cool. Fun fact, if you do like the standard like triangles for a pumpkin mouth, but if you cut the walls too thin, they curl inwards and it looks like an old man's mouth. Like, hey, Shani. Do you know this from
0: experience or yes. like you read it?
2: Yes. So by Halloween, you'll have an old iron man.
0: What before we're going to move on to the to the uh Roundtable Roundup, but before we do, what are you guys... pumpkin? First of all, are you pumpkin carvers? And second of all, what's your pumpkin carving plan? Have you thought about it at all?
1: I mean, we are pumpkin carvers, and we have a very specific plan. We bought this pumpkin. It's massive. Well, not like the biggest pumpkin ever, but it's like a pretty big pumpkin. And it's elongated like the tall way, so we're going to carve a minion.
0: You guys are only... you're, You're only... You're teaming up on one pumpkin?
1: We usually do... We get it's a like big
2: pumpkin. We
1: always get bigger pumpkins, so the wall is very thick, and it takes a long time to scoop it out, and it takes a really long time to carve it out. And so, like and last year, we actually got like the the or the saw, the automated saw, but like when we were using the knife, like we'd have to take turns because it would just be so tiring that you'd have to check out.
0: It's also like a nice couple's like romantic exercise, but yeah, no, I I mean when I was carving last night. The thing about carving a pumpkin is that you're really excited to do it when you start, and, like, 15 minutes later, you're like, all right, I know what this is. Let's just be done. Where, where's my finished product?
2: Did you bake the pumpkin seeds? Uh, I'm not about that. Did you make pumpkin bread? I'm also... Let me be clear.
1: You Do you throw it out?
0: I... Well, not only do I throw it out, uh, I light it on fire. No, I'm just kidding. I... When it comes to pumpkin spice, pumpkin tasting anything, I'm out, man. I, I'm, I'm out. I'm not interested. And that's, I know I'm on the
2: unpopular side of that. Sounds one. like you haven't tried my pumpkin bread. It. I mean, I haven't.
0: So I guess it, it, I guess it must sound that way. I like, yeah, I mean, I think most people will be more upset to know that I don't like avocados, which is true. And I'm finally letting the world in on that um but pumpkin spice is like this ubiquitous thing and for the life of me i cannot figure out why i don't think it's that good are you guys like are you guys big pumpkin people
1: i actually i don't like to be basic but i really do like pumpkin stuff like pumpkin donuts pumpkin muffins i don't really like pumpkin pie pumpkin pie is kind of iffy it
2: just tastes like cinnamon but worse i like I like times of the year where it's acceptable to eat an excess of baked goods regardless of flavor.
0: All right, I, I can get behind you on that one. That's a good common ground for us to, to find. And with that, let's move on to the round table roundup. Let's talk about Kindles, uh, which, when you think about the name Kindle, it I never really think about it, but it's interesting that that's what they settled on.
1: Uh, I think I, I I might be making this up because Tactic is reading the book, but I want to say that they picked it because of Fahrenheit
0: 451. Uh, yeah. really? Oh.
1: Spoiler alert, it's a book about a future where they burn books. Kindling and apparently the tingle. temperature
0: is 451 degrees Fahrenheit.
2: I don't think it's a shout out to four, Fahrenheit 451. I think it's more. This is the device that will make books unacceptable, uh, not needed anymore. So you burn. Okay, it's a shout out to 451. Mm-hmm. And and you, <laughs> but you also
0: have the Kindle Fire, which like, isn't that kind of redundant?
1: That's a little on the nose, yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: like Kindle Oasis. I mean, that's like two different things. It's an oxymoron. There's a, yeah, there's like this duality there that's to me very appealing. Um, But we're actually going to talk about the Kindle Paperwhite because they just announced that from here on out, it's going to be waterproof, which I know is important to at least one person here.
1: So I'm very excited about this. I have had, so I have two Kindles. I have the Kindle Fire, which I find my parents got it for me because it was on sale. And like, I like it for reading comics and magazines and stuff like that and just browsing. But it's really difficult to read a full book on it. It just, the blue light hurts. I know they have the blue light shade and I have the glasses, but I just, I don't like it. And then I have the Kindle Touch, which I've had, man, I must have had it since high school, I think. The very first book that I downloaded was the Hunger Games, because it came with like a free book, and I chose the Hunger Games. So that should date how old that was.
0: That's an old fashioned sentence you just said. Right? Like saying you went to Blockbuster to pick out a DVD.
1: <sighs> exactly. <laughs> um, and so I've been like eyeing up a Kindle, and I've really wanted, like, for. The past year, year and a half, I've really wanted the Kindle Oasis, which is their like, $250, or maybe it might be 300 but it's their Kindle offering, which up until now has been the only waterproof Kindle available. And like you could do the whole thing where you stick your Kindle in a Ziploc bag, and I think the Kobo Reader, uh, which is a different e-reader brand, is also waterproof, but like you, you're not in the Kindle environment. So all of my books would be... Gone. Well, it's so you're not
0: gonna stick it in a bag, I mean, you don't want to look like a, like a grandmother. Right? That's a grandmother move.
1: So, I like I just couldn't wrap my head around the three hundred dollars for a Kindle, and now they announced that the Paperwhite is going to be waterproof, and they're not upping the price like it's one hundred and twenty nine dollars still, and it's basically all the great things about the Paperwhite for hundred dollars cheaper than the Oasis, which kind of like I know the Oasis has other things like a slightly bigger screen And buttons, but like, is it really worth a hundred extra dollars? I don't think so.
0: So, uh, first of all, tactic, are you paying attention? Uh, The holiday season is right around the corner. It seems like a obvious call for you, as as gifts go. Yeah. Um, All right, cool. Uh, It was
2: an obvious call before this came out, though. Also true. So,
0: are you planning on, like,
2: but thanks for ruining that spoiler surprise for her. well, yeah,
0: you're that. welcome. Uh, so you're planning on doing all your reading like with a snorkel? Are are you a big like bath reader?
1: I'm not a bath, a bath reader. No, I like to read by the pool though. During in the summer, especially like I read the most during the summer, which seems backwards because most nah, people read man. during the winter. But I, as soon as the nice weather hits, I want to spend every single minute outside. And so when I'm just like sitting in my chair, I like to read, and I read a lot.
2: I've actually been digging waking up, sitting on the couch, making a cup of tea, and reading. Uh, that, like
0: on a weekday?
2: On the weekend? Oh, if I could do oh. that on the weekday, then I'd either a have a job or b be loaded.
0: Wait, what? Well, like before be work, I meant. Oh yeah. Like wake up like at like six because I one of my friends' dads used to do that. He would wake up at like six in the morning, and like before he went to work, he'd like make a pot of coffee and read Charles Dickens. Which is, like, really weird. Please but.
2: tell me he wore a really classy robe or something.
0: Uh, I don't think he's a robe guy. But I, I'll tell you what. I'll check back and I'll ask him. Hey, by the way, I wanted to know about your old <laughs> reading habit and whether or not you wore a robe. That'll be a good conversation.
1: I actually, so I was taking Fridays off a lot during the summer. And um, one of the things that I really enjoyed doing was I would wake up, and granted it wouldn't be like 6 in the morning, it'd probably be around like 8, 8.30, and I would go outside, and I would sit with a dog, and like I would read a book for an hour or so, and because it would be a little bit too cold to go swimming, and so we just sit on the deck, look out at the world, enjoy the morning. It was great.
0: And read The Hunger Games <laughs> for the hundredth time. It's <laughs> the, the only book the she only has on her, her Kindle. The only
1: book I've ever put on my Kindle.
0: Um... Yeah, I see, like, I'm a big, like, I'd say where I do most of my reading, well, I, first of all, I'm also a summer reader like you, and second of all, the the annual beach vacation is a huge reading, it's like a huge reading event for me. So, like, and I get worried about taking my Kindle down there because, first of all, if you get sand in that thing, who knows what's going to happen, but second of all, you know, what if some guy just takes a dip in the surf and then comes back and walks too close to my chair and is spraying all his salt water on me.
1: You know, that's actually really a big concern. Because I know when we were we were on a beach for Labor Day weekend, and I had brought a book. And like besides the fact that it was sprinkling on and off, I was really kind of nervous to take my book out, even though it wasn't even my book. It was like a library book. And there are just... People walk way too close. They're all wet. They, like, shake and water droplets just, like, spray off them as they walk. I don't like it.
0: Well, yeah. Plus, I mean, it's not even just strangers, too. It's like if you go with a group... Like, I always go with my little brother. And, gosh, he has no regard for... First of all, he has no regard for books. I can't remember the last time he read a book. Shout out to my little brother, Craig. You don't read. Uh, (laughs) But second of all, he just runs back from the surf and like you said it's like he's a dog he's like i'm like use the towel man are you are shaking off everywhere i'm over here trying to get a tan and reading like stephen king and stuff ah oh, i miss the beach that whole thing made me miss the beach take a look at the waterproof kindle paper white coming to i don't know a store near near you, I guess. The Oasis has that weird, like, handle thing, too, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, the Oasis, the screen is, like, off-center, and it's got, like, a weird chunk where you can hold on to it, and it's got buttons and
0: stuff. Yeah, I'm not about that. Why do you need a handle?
1: I think because they said that, like, it was so big that you would need one, but I don't know, man.
0: Well, if it's that big, I'm not interested. I mean, I want to be able to hold it in one hand. With my other hand, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Don't, don't, don't read into that. Probably just like drinking something or something. Anyways, let's talk about China. Uh, China. China. Let's talk about China. China has this crazy idea. I'm just going to start by reading you the headline of this article because it pretty much sums up the whole thing. China to launch artificial moon, moon is in quotations, into orbit to light up city. So, to be clear, uh, China, uh, specifically this city uh, called Chengdu, hopefully I'm pronouncing that right, uh, they want to put a satellite in orbit by 2020 that will reflect sunlight onto the streets at night so they can replace their streetlights. So, to be clear, they're not actually taking a giant, like, Death Star and throwing it up there. That's what I thought first when I read the headline, and I was like, this is a great idea. No, they're just going to put up some reflecting sort of thing. Um, that apparently will be able to direct light that can illuminate an area on Earth of up to 50 square miles. I have um, so
1: many problems. So many yeah. problems.
0: Go, well, please, okay. enumerate them for us.
1: So first of all, China, as a country, you're great. Great people. but China. I'm sorry. You have one of the highest rates of pollution of any country on this planet. You are going to add more light pollution to your pollution problem by launching this thing into space. And secondly, I don't know how well thought out this is because like, okay, this is a satellite orbiting the Earth. Okay, it lights up your city, but like that is going to rotate around the Earth. So why does everyone else in its orbit want to be lit up? Like there's going to be this weird 50 mile block of light traversing across the Earth.
0: It's okay. also worth noting that the Russians have tried this before. Uh, back in 1999, Russian researchers wanted to use orbiting mirrors to light up cities in Siberia, hoping it would be a cheaper alternative to electric lighting. Uh, they then developed a device with a 25-meter mirror that would illuminate a three-mile-wide patch of land. And then they put it up there, and during its first orbit, it was destroyed following a collision in space. So it seems like that one went really good.
2: So and that, that that's kind of big. where where my head was at. So the first thing is, if they wanted it to be in their specific city, they can manage it regardless of the rest of the world because it would depend what orbit it's in. So that's yeah, but, feasible. I mean, the but
1: orbit would still... It's, it would move.
0: Would you be able to get it in such a way that, like... It follows okay, the city? Yes. It, well, it, it could follow the city, but would it always light up at the same... Because, t- like, it's not always... So you would have to have you would have to have it the same time every day,
2: you know. So they have they have satellites following cities. That's how they have cell phones, right? Right. So that's possible. The other thing is you would have to have it angling its reflection relative to the location of the sun to the city. So that's again possible. The problem is,
1: but is are they really going to do this? Like, think about. The... How specific you would need to get this placement in the sky.
2: That's possible. The placement is fine. The problem is light diffuses over length. So if that's going to be out in orbit to follow the rotation of the Earth, it's got to be out pretty far. And then in order for you not to diffuse all the light, it's got to be pretty big. <laughs> and now to the big problem of um, space debris, which is a far larger problem than it was in, what did you say, 1988?
1: 1999. 1999.
2: 1999. We're we're orders of magnitude greater as far as the amount of space debris in our atmosphere where I guarantee you the same thing is going to happen where it's going to probably work okay. You can can solve the diffusion problem by making it bigger. You can solve the the tracking problem pretty easily. but you can't solve a, lump, a chunk of non-controllable garbage coming right into you.
0: The space debris thing, if you've never read an article about space debris, you should hop onto Google and look it up right now. That is, I love reading, it. it's so interesting. When you consider that uh, a little piece of, like if a satellite is destroyed like this one in 1999, it's the pieces are just floating around up there. And if one of them hits your active satellite, even if the things like the size of a dime, it could destroy the entire thing because all the relative velocities up there are so high.
2: And here's the crazy part, people. Over time, we're actually trapping ourselves on Earth with the amount of debris surrounding it. There's there's terrifying photos over time of the amount of crap floating around our planet.
0: Yeah, I believe you can actually see it now if you look. If you now look at you see those big photos where like the Earth just looks like a blueberry. Mm-hmm. Now I think if you look, you can actually see. With like the naked eye on the picture, you can see the ring of like Garbage. just crap fl- floating around. Because we're just tossing stuff up there. I mean, these Russian guys in 1999, they're probably like, just put it up there and see what happens. And then they did, and it broke. So and now, what, it's
2: screwing everything else. Up. I mean, now a lot of newer satellites have protocols when they're done; they have to come into orbit and burn up to reduce this right. problem. But I mean, if you have something that fails un- Early, right? It's just gonna be stuck up there. And this I'm excited to see their success. I really am, don't get me wrong, but I'm very skeptical.
0: But well we and we were talking about this before before we started uh recording too, but like okay, so the Russian one had a twenty-five meter mirror to illuminate a three mile wide patch of land. Now, according to this guy, chairman of this of the city in China's aerospace whatever institute This one, this new one will illuminate up to 50 square miles and it's been undergoing testing for years. So it doesn't know, he doesn't know how much it will cost, but it will produce at least eight times more light than the real moon. So I don't know the, I mean, how big must this thing have to be? If you're going from three square miles to up to 50, it's gotta be freaking huge. And then it's going to be hitting all kinds of stuff up there. And then
2: let's talk about gravitational pull and tides and what the adverse effects are, if it is going to be that large.
0: Right. So it actually, the last sentence of this article, left us us in a happy place, said, scientists have warned the device could disturb wildlife and disrupt systems that observe the Earth's atmosphere. So that's good. But they don't care. I mean, they don't care because they'll be able to save, like, 20 cents a night not using their streetlights. Nice. What, what's the break-even analysis of that? Who's doing their accounting down at the Aerospace Institute that they're like, oh, well, you don't have to have it up there for a billion years and we'd recoup the cost of all of the elect- electric lights what's that, that we have
2: burning so expensively in the streets. What's that famous line? We got so caught up on, can we do it, that we never asked ourselves, should we? Yeah,
0: It's it's... It's just hubris at this point. I mean, if it was like an actual Death Star, then I'd be a lot more, I'd be a lot more pro.
1: Maybe it is. Maybe it's like a secret Death Star, but they're going, like, so this thing sounds so asinine that we're all just like, okay, China, see if you can do it. (laughs) But like, what if it's secretly this massive thing that they're putting up in orbit so that they can take over the world? Maybe it's like a giant laser so they can like laser us all to death.
0: It sounds like this could be a job for Space Force. Um, you know, if they put a Death Star up there, it's going to fall to the Space Force. Have we heard anything about Space Force? How's Space Force doing?
1: I have not heard anything about Space Force.
0: We should start a weekly segment where one of us just gives like a three minute report about any Space Force updates. That's what the people want. Mm -hmm. Um that's all for space for today let's talk about video games specifically red dead redemption 2 which i believe is scheduled to come out in a week um and first of all have you guys ever played red dead redemption
1: i tried to play the first game and this man people are going to think that i'm the worst
0: this is an unpopular opinion coming very unpopular
1: it. opinion i got really bored i played it for like five hours and i just It couldn't grab me. I was riding around on a pony. I felt like to get from city to city, it was probably a horse. It was a pony. Um, To get from (laughs) city to city or like mission to mission, I felt like I was just like galloping through nothing. Like it was a really gorgeous game, and the atmosphere and the environment was really well rendered, but I galloped for way too long. Like, what was I doing? Why did it take me 15 minutes to get from point A to point B? I don't need that.
2: So were you always galloping or was there some trotting in between?
1: There was some trotting, too.
2: See? Okay. So you the game has some dynamic. Well, well,
0: so did they, did they actually start you with a pony? They're like, you need to work your way up to a horse and they start you with a pony.
1: I think I just, I was at a ranch, I think, I don't remember, and oh, there were horses the and I just like hopped on this horse. And that was my horse.
0: Just like in the real Old West. Pretty much. And like,
1: I'm sure I heard the story was really good once you get into it, but I just it took too long to develop, and I just don't I didn't have the time to get into this like sixty hour game. I still don't have the time to get into a sixty hour game.
0: Yeah, so so let's so I've never played it either. I've heard it's amazing. Uh, Most people think it's amazing. I think your opinion is is a rare one, but oh, I you know I feel like based on what you just said, it sounds like I wouldn't like it too much either. But let's talk about the scope of Red Dead Redemption Two, the sheer scope of it. Um, There's an article that recently came out from Vulture, and and part of this is now being contested by Rockstar employees who are saying, I've never worked a 100 hour week in my life. But apparently there are people there who were working 100 hour weeks several times in 2018. Uh, The finished game includes 300,000 animations, and this is the one that that blows my mind, 500,000 lines of dialogue. What? Why do you need that?
1: Because they have 60 hours of story.
0: Yeah, but still, I mean, let's do the math. 60 hours of story, how many minutes is that?
1: Oh, man. Um,
0: 3,600 minutes. And you need to squeeze 500,000 lines of dialogue into 3,600 minutes. So that's... That's kind of crazy. I mean, that's that's at least...
1: Well, I'm sure there's different options. Like, probably if you take one path, like there's one set of dialogue options, and if you take another path, there's another set.
2: But here's the thing: it's the West, so the conversation, all most conversations, are gonna be like this. Uh, uh, hey, how's it going? Good.
0: It's just yeah, it's just like guys spitting tobacco and like talking about how quick they can draw their their pistols.
1: Well, see, that's the thing though. Like Red Dead Redemption. Granted, I didn't experience this because I don't think I gave it enough of a shot. But it is known for having a really well developed story. Like, even non-playable characters in the background have dialogue that's compelling and interesting. I never, like I said, I didn't put enough into it to get that out of it, but I've heard it's a really well-developed world and that's why so many people love it. But the thing that's interesting is that, so, he said 100 hour weeks. Then he backtracked and said it was like a core group of really high up people like him and like basically the brain trust of Rockstar just sitting down for 100 hour weeks to work out all of the dialogue and the whole story. Um, and that they basically said that the only people who stay overtime are people who are passionate about their work. But it's interesting when you look at, and this isn't really Rockstar or Red Dead Redemption related, but Telltale Games recently closed. Um, and one of the things that that company was noted for was just working their employees to death. And those people, Ultimately got nothing out of it and nobody compelled them to work It was just the schedule was so crunched that in order to get things done. Like you just had to do it Like nobody forced you to be there, but if you didn't get your stuff done, then you probably didn't have a job for very long So what do you
0: what do you guys think is the longest? When I read this article the first thing I thought was like What's the most hours I've ever worked in a week? And I'll tell you right now that it's not a hundred it's below that.
1: I mean, are we talking like my job or school?
0: Uh, let's talk about jobs because school, man, who's who's keeping track of that?
1: Um, Job-wise, I think the most that I've probably ever worked is, darn, I don't know. I think I worked like a 60-hour week at Wegmans once, which is a grocery store, so not my actual career.
0: Yeah, well, it's always those jobs. Because, like, when I worked at the the county fair, that was, like, I, I had to get pretty close. I was probably, like, in the 80s during one of those. Because I was, like, pulling 12-hour days. Because the fair is only in town for two weeks. So, like, you go and you just really go for it for two weeks. You're just a stupid kid in high school. You have all kinds of energy.
1: Although, you know, that's really but... interesting because that was just, like, one job. But there was a point in my life where I was working two different jobs and I would work like a 40-hour work week at this one job and then every night I would go back and work at a grocery store until like 11 at night. And man, if I add up all those hours, I was probably working like 14-hour days, five days a week for an entire summer, which I literally don't know. Like, I was fried by the end of that summer. That was not great.
0: Tactic, want to weigh in?
2: Uh, No.
0: No.
2: Fair enough. <laughs> I think we intimidated. I think, we I intimidated think, I think my... Oh, well, yeah. I've not, I don't think I've ever worked an 80-hour work week.
0: I wouldn't advise it. It's not something I would do again. Um, in any case, uh, I, I like these numbers, so I'll list a few more before we move on. Uh, the final script for Red Dead Redemption 2's main story was about 2,000 pages. Uh, but if you were to include all the side missions and additional dialogue and stack the pages the director estimates the pile would be eight feet high. Uh, so, the, I guess
1: this is a story or a conversation that's a little bit bigger than we have time for right now, but do you think anybody, honestly, plays a game that is that large, fully, 100% through, ever? Like,
2: yes, yes. Absolutely not. No way. There are There are completionists out there.
1: Right, but you can get a completionist, like, achie- in terms of achievements, or you can 100% a game without actually playing 100% of that content.
0: There's only so far. I mean, I'm I'm a perfectionist when it comes to those things, but there's only so far I will go. 2,200 days of motion capture work, 1,200 actors, seven of, 700 of them with dialogue. Uh, the director said that it was harder to direct than a movie. Um, it just it sounds like this humongous undertaking which like it 's i 'm sure it 's a beautiful work of art and it 's going to be amazing everyone 's going to love it, but I do agree that it kind of raises the question of like how far is this going to go it 's crazy
2: i mean let 's talk about this right The video game industry in itself is always how far can we push the envelope right I mean every year, technology gets better so i i wouldn 't be surprised if it, that statement becomes a standard where directing games far exceeds directing movies because there's so many alternate plots and side missions and there's so much well, more
0: and here's another thing so I'm, I'm looking right now to see if I can find what the budget was for Red Dead 2 but what do you think the budget for GTA 5 was? First of all, what do you think the budget was? And second of all what do you think the sales are? The total sales numbers for GTA 5. How much Well,
1: GTA 5 bu- is crazy. Like, I'm pretty sure it's still on sale today for 40 bucks and people are buying it.
0: Yeah, so what do you, what do you think the budget was for that game and how much do you think it's done in sales?
2: The budget well, was about 3 million dollars. The sales were 17 million.
1: Oh, no. I bet- no, Bummer,
2: You want to venture a guess?
1: I'm going to say the budget was probably something like 25 million and it's probably made, got over 100 million I would assume just in transactions alone like DLC and additional stuff.
0: You guys are both orders of magnitude off on both figures Uh, GTA 5 was made on, again this is all according to this Vulture article, GTA 5 was made on a reported budget of 265 million dollars that makes sense. So first of all that's crazy Second of all, it has sold uh about ne- sorry, nearly 100 million copies and has passed 6 billion in sales, making it the highest-grossing entertainment product in history. Avatar, the highest-grossing movie ever, has only earned 2.8 billion dollars in theaters. So, that's just like man. When, when you think about that and you and you and when you stack those numbers up, all the other stuff I just said makes a lot more sense of how much they're pouring into this. But still, like you said, you kind of wonder if it's, if it's worth it.
1: That's just, Um, it's mind boggling. I can't even like wrap my head around that. Yeah. That's a lot of money.
0: Looking through this, I, I I cannot find a, a number for the budget of Red Dead Redemption 2. Let me see if I can Google it really quick. Um, I imagine it's gotta be higher than GTA 5 was. Wikipedia. Let's see. It does not seem to say anywhere, which is really, really frustrating. Anyways, let's 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 move on. Let's just let's just leave it at wow, this game is pretty involved. And if you like the first one, you should probably be like extremely excited.
1: So with that, I guess we'll roll it on into the game, which I am responsible for this week. Woo-hoo. Um so we're going to continue the trend of um the golf style games where you have to guess um in terms of a ranking the highest rated items and this week i am going to go with the highest selling cars of 2017. i want you to give me the top five highest selling vehicles and I have a list that goes from one to 25 from the Kelly Blue book.: Highest
2: selling in what? Profit and quantity sold.:
1: The Kelly Blue Book just says the top selling cars of 2017.
2: The most popular ones. It just
0: she just said what, what it says.: Yeah, that's all we know, I assume. we have to we, we have to kind of work with that. You want make and model?: Uh, yes. Do you need the year? Because, wow.: no, no, don't need the year. Okay, um all right, I have an immediate first an- first answer do you, can I go first
2: sure
1: and so here's the thing um i, I do have to give a th- a quantifier. There are certain categories of vehicles on this list that are kind of clumped together um but I don't want to give it away, and when we will when what? if you guys guess that, I will approach it when we get there.
0: That is a very, that's very cryptic
1: theory. and confusing and my apologies. Okay.
0: Uh, I am no longer sure of my first guess now. Okay. I'm just going to do it. Okay, are you ready? Sure. I'm going to go with the Toyota Corolla.
1: Okay, it is written down. And... Oh, you're
0: not going to say what it was?
1: Oh, that's right. I'm I'm all out of sorts.
0: You're, you can do it your way. If you don't want to tell okay, so us Okay, so the Toyota Corolla is
1: number nine on the list.
2: Dang, that's,
0: that's actually pretty good, actually. At least I was on the list. That's, I was just so you want it with, like,
2: a basic car. I'm going to go to the other end of the spectrum and go Jeep Wrangler.
0: Okay. That's a good guess. Jeep does good. Jeep Everyone buys Jeeps. So the Jeep, Jeep Wrangler. has, like a lot of fanboys. do, do,
1: do, do, do.
0: She's working down the list.
1: I am working down the list. The Jeep Wrangler is number 22 on the list.
0: You made the list, man.
1: If you don't make the list, how many... you get assigned 26.
0: Okay, how many guesses are we 25? doing, or do we not yet know?
1: Uh, Five guesses, I'm, I'm thinking. Sounds pretty good.
0: Okay, that sounds good to me. Uh, okay, I have two guesses lined up. I'm deciding which one is better. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the Ford Focus.
1: Ford Focus. Sorry, this list—they have pictures, so I literally have to go through. It's like and... this
0: crazy scroll job. Yep.
2: Well, while you're scrolling, I'm gonna do Chevy Cruze. So.
1: Um. Hold on. We're getting oh, there. No. You're, you must be towards the end of the list. So you said the Ford oh. Focus. Oh no. Don't be looking at the list. I didn't see tactic. It. Uh the Ford Focus <clears throat> is not on the top twenty-five.
0: Ah oh, shoot. But well, that ain't good.
1: The Chevy Cruze is only twenty-five, so you didn't lose too much ground. Woo!
0: I'm
2: actually still in the lead,
0: but that wow. I'm surprised at both of those. I thought
2: those were both sure hits. Yeah, I don't understand this list anymore.
0: Um Okay. This is vehicles,
1: not just cars, as you noted when you said the Wrangler, so.
2: Is that a hint? Did you just give a hint?
1: No, I'm just saying, like, you are confused that these sedans aren't on the list, but these are also, like, compact sedans. There's bigger sedans, there's SUVs, there's trucks, anything that can be considered a vehicle might be on this list.
2: Illegal guest school bus, you'll get a good...
0: I'm not going to do that. You're not going to talk me into that. Uh... man oh no this is a surefire honda
2: civic (sighs) i was gonna guess that one that's gotta be on there
1: okay hold on honda civic is number eight
2: that was what i was gonna guess next yes yes
1: that was a pretty good one that was a good guess
2: well if we only get three guesses no you get
1: five
0: no no you get you get five He he was about to pull out all the stops in some kind of way, (laughs) and I'm really curious.
2: (laughs) I was going to guess Toyota Tacoma.
0: Hey, man, do you. Go for the gold.
2: Is that 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 your guess? Yeah. That's what you drive, right? No, that's like my dream truck.
1: The Tacoma is number 21 on the list. What's what's your current truck?
2: Nissan Frontier.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. Because it's a more affordable truck. Right now, tactic is very far behind, but you still have two picks where you can gain ground. So, legal, let's see, what do you have?
0: Let me do, you know what, I feel, I'm gonna do my car, the Hyundai Elantra.
1: All right. The Hyundai Elantra. (sighs) Sorry, I the, have to look at the list. You guys can
0: the banter. Hyundai. <laughs> um, I have a beautiful red Hyundai Elantra. It's, it's named Tilly. Because uh, I, I, I call it Attila the Hyundai. And if it's not on this list, I'm going to okay. be very offended. It is
1: number 20.
0: Okay, that's good. As long as, it, as long as it's on the list, that's all I really cared about. No idea what my last guess is going to be. Tactic, not a,
1: not
2: what are a clue. you going to do? I'm going to do a Subaru Impreza.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know it's the car that I drive, but that might have not have been your best guess. It is I'm, not on this list.
2: I meant to say, I meant to say Crosstrek.
0: Subarus are high dollar, man. I don't think any Subaru is going to be on that list. Subaru,
1: uh, that's not. There's only one Subaru. I'll give that up on this list, and the Impreza is not that. Car. What is the
2: Subaru on it, this it's list? It's got
0: to, no. It's got to be the Outback. The Outback
1: is it's one the Outback. Of those.
2: That's what I said. Yeah.
0: You did
1: no, not say that. Freza.
2: What was it ranked, yeah. the Outback?
1: Like twenty-four, I think.
2: So, uh, so even if I guessed Outback, it still yeah, be.
1: it wouldn't have helped you that much.
0: <laughs> it wouldn't have been that big of a deal. Uh,
2: ah, shoot, I don't know. You my each last
1: have guess one more left.
0: Be. Yeah. All I have to, I feel like I'm ahead by a lot still. So all I have to do is not blow it. And you
2: could still be win win if you don't blow you could it.
1: Still be <laughs> win. Uh,
2: I always be win, <laughs> all right? Uh, all he shoot. be is
1: win, 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 no matter what. <laughs>
0: uh, I'm going to go with... I feel like I'm just doing a bunch of boring mom cars, but I am not sorry about it at all.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's working, uh, apparently.
0: Well, you know what? I, this one's for you, mom. Toyota Highlander. That's my mom's car. Shout out to my mom. The
1: Toyota Highlander it's a really out there decision um what it's a great car guys it might be a great car but it is not oh wait no it is on this list it's 18 oh i freaking told you
0: yeah that's my mom she is good at cars
1: all right tactic i don't know if you can gain (sighs) ground but you can at least save face here
2: (laughs) double or nothing
0: You, you pretty much can't win i mean how far ahead am i at this point quite a
1: bit
2: I'm gonna go with. Just go for a Lamborghini,
0: dude. Just put it all out there. <laughs> I want to know what these groups are. That's what I'm. I'm curious about.
2: Just let me think. Leave me alone. <laughs> this is not helping. <gasps>
0: Do do, do do
1: do your time is I'm not trying up. to think
2: of that Nissan car I can't remember let me go the
0: Altima the Altima or the Maxima pick one of those it's the Nissan Altima yeah okay
2: the I might
1: Nissan have just totally Altima
0: you
1: over. I think it's got to be on this list I don't it know is Nissan 14 okay Okay. All right. So,
0: that, that was respectful We were boy, the highest we got was 8, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, so you guys are really off the beaten path here. Um Holy I was God. kind of surprised you guys didn't get this. So the first one in terms of series that I thought you guys would get was number 1, the Ford F series. So basically any of their F blank 50 trucks.
2: They lumped those?
1: They did lump those. That's why I
2: didn't pick I them. I didn't know which I don't know them. about trucks.
1: Then the next was the Chevy Silverado. Um, basically, trucks stole the top few spots. So this is then there were Ram both, trucks.
2: This is, those are probably for like basically, people who have companies and that, that needed.
1: I mean, it was just the top-selling cars, um, okay, so and it's... then the Toyota Rav4, which I was kind of shocked you guys didn't say because I literally see Rav4s everywhere. Like it is now, the most popular car I see on the road of all time.
0: No, the Highlander is better though.
1: Right, but I see RAV4s everywhere. <laughs> and then the Nissan Rogue, another SUV that That's I That's what I was thinking I of. see that SUV everywhere. Between the Rogue and the RAV4, like, they monopolize the road. And they kind of look similar. Not super similar, but similar enough where it's just like they're everywhere.
2: Illegal. Do you feel this list was stupid? The Kelly Blue Book is the I trusted
1: won. resource.
2: I don't
0: feel like it was stupid because I I won. I feel like I'm stupid because I not I didn't recognize that trucks existed, and that's why I didn't get in the top three. And but, then you other guys them... missed
1: like, big hitters like the Honda Accord. You guys really didn't do anything with Honda.
0: Was that, I Civic. did the Civic. Was Honda Sonata on there? Because I almost guessed a Sonata instead of the Elantra.
1: I've scrolled a lot, and I have not seen that. Um, what about
0: the Toyota Camry?
1: The Toyota Camry Every... was up there. You Every... also missed the Greek Grand Cherokee
0: because all those brands have like one little baby car and one like like big mama car and i went with all the little babies
2: i didn't go with any of the big mamas
1: you also miss i went out... with the big
2: mamas and they had the little babies like the jeep wrangler versus doing the jeep cherokee grand cherokee mm.
1: there definitely are more grand cherokees than there are wranglers i feel like wranglers a certain niche of person who gets that kind of car yeah cool people but the Grand Cherokee is like anybody gets like Like lame people sure
0: I mean wranglers are like I don't care if my car doesn't have walls I want it to flip over and be in the mud a Jeep Grand Cherokee is like I want to be able to drive and like be like a person who like maybe sometimes on a mountain but that's it
1: so that was the game this week I hope you guys enjoyed it
0: what was the final score? Can you calculate? I want to know how much I won by. There's only a couple that's
2: points. That's the kind of person that I am. It's just a couple points.
1: It was a little like bit more than a couple. A couple. So, I... Illegal, you had 81 total points. Damn,
2: that's a lot of points. That's <laughs> a perfect square.
0: I mean, that's what it's all about right there.
1: And then, Tactic had
0: 108. Just a couple. All right, respectable.
1: It really... We're both, we, I...
0: What really killed your tactic
1: is that you didn't get any in the single digits. If you would have gotten even, like, one that was up there, I think you would have been, like, in the running. You
0: would have been right in there,
2: man. All up in there.
0: I like the the golf-style games because there's not, like, you don't have to, like, oh, quick, quick, respond. You know, it's just, like, Mm -hmm. you give it some thought, and then you you put yourself out there. So expect another similar format for next time.
1: With that said, we hope you'll be around next time, and you can expect our next episode probably in two weeks.
0: It'll be the 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 online warriors, the online warriors spooktacular. Uh, I don't really know what that's going to entail. We'll have to talk about that.
1: It's going to entail spookiness.
0: It's going to be like
2: super scary. So, thanks for listening.
1: Have a wonderful night.